0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every NFL move of the offseason. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about this week. But before we start, I got to say that we are brought to you by Tevourer. Which delivers the best craft beer straight to your front door from breweries all around the US. Just go to tavour.com or download the Tavour app. That's T-A-V-O-U-R on your mobile device and use promo code Taproom when signing up to get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's like two free beers. But I'm Big Ball and Ben yes. Larson. We got the crew here tonight. We've got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Lats. Let's and go. tonight we got the man. The legend, Cordae Snell. So how you guys doing tonight?
1: Doing well, man. Doing well. Happy to be back. Happy to be back, especially on this episode. Post draft. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm ready.
0: Hell yeah. So everybody out there, go check out Corday on Instagram at Corday Made Yo Day. That's Y O. And then on Twitter, go to Corday Made Your Day Y R. Um, great stuff on there. Ton of fun to check it out.
2: And he's been doing stand-up shows like Fucking three times a week lately. Left and
1: right, man. All over the place, man. Dude, I had... guy's grinding. I had seven shows in five days last week, dude. So much excitement, dude. Yeah.
2: That's why when I asked you to come on, I was like, hello, worried. I was like, are we going to be able to find a a time (laughs) for him to fucking be free? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But nah, man, I'm glad you're on, dude. I'm glad you're on because (laughs) I'm going to give you a hard time about the Eagles tonight. I promise you.
1: (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Appreciate it. Appreciate
0: much. it. <laughs> All right. So let's uh let's get into it. We've got the we got to talk about the off season. Everybody's talking about uh you know what happened post-draft. I mean, we even talked about it on tap room. So we're gonna take a big picture. Look, we're gonna be looking about free agency, we're gonna be talking about trades, we're gonna be talking about draft picks, but let's talk about the winners. So, you know, let's let's look um Cordy, I'm going to start with you. Who do you think uh, is an, an off-season winner so far?
1: Off-season winner, I mean, you definitely got to look at – it's kind of biased, but it's kind of like the Tampa Bay Bucks. they retained everybody, uh, took in like a lot of pay cuts and things like that. So AB's back, was able to resign a lot of guys. Shaq Barrett thought he was going to leave from free agency, took a lesser deal to stay with the team. So you got to look at a team like that. Um Also, another team, Uh, the Broncos is doing well. I felt like Uh, bringing a lot of guys in, and plus the draft as well. And uh, I don't want to say it, but the Giants made some kind of good moves with Kenny Galladay signing. Yeah, Uh, and then Kyle Rudolph. you know I think he's trash to say when they signed him for too much. He's a good run blocker and a good red zone threat. But you know, on the quarterback though. Yeah, yeah, that's I, you know, yeah. I was gonna say it all falls back on the quarterback, you know. Oh, got to give it up to the Chiefs, man. The trade for Orlando Brown, like, oh, and to Absolutely. be able to solidify that line, picked up, uh, what is it, the guard or was it the center? It was, I think, it was the guard. Tooney they
0: picked up like four of them, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe Tooney, five year contract.
1: Yeah, Tooney, dude. Orlando Brown, uh Kyle Love comes out of retirement. Uh uh, Luis Louis D. Tardif comes back from Canada helping like COVID patients. Um, then they drafted a guy. So like that line is just solidified ridiculous. And they got like a pretty good linebacker in the draft. So yeah, the Chiefs is looking real good. Look like they're going to repeat again. And it's just, you know, Mahomes mm-hmm. man. Mahomes yep. is just ridiculous. So cool. I got to go with those few teams.
2: I think the I think the Chiefs are the biggest winner this offseason. I mean, they were on third string oh, offensive goodness. linemen in the Super Bowl, and it really cost them the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, because the strength of their team was weakened because Mahomes literally had zero time to throw, and they only had to rush four guys. So what do they do? They go out, they trade for Orlando Brown, who's a top-notch left tackle. They go out, and they get Tooney. And then in the draft, they add Creed Humphrey, who's arguably the best uh, center in the draft. And he's not even going to start. Like, he's literally just there for depth. And they added Kyle Long, who's also there for depth. So, I mean, depth. So, they didn't just add a solid starting offensive lineman. I they got multiple guys. So, they're prepared for a long 17-game season. And that's really the strength of their team. And that's, that dude, huge moves. I mean, they really address their only weakness.
0: Yeah, and, and but to to your point there with the the depth um signings, they lost a lot of depth over their uh over the free agency, but that was again all the guys that they brought in during the year to to make that, you know, make that team, you know, solid for that run into the the uh, playoffs. So, I mean, they really did have to make all of those signings and you know, I'd say the only one that they didn't upgrade in was the loss of Sammy Watkins. Um, I don't think they've got a. a <laughs> wide he was receiver. never healthy.
2: You
0: no, know, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean the the two wide receivers that they brought in, they brought in uh, Tajay Sharp and Demarcus Robinson. Like I don't, I don't necessarily see them as being any better. So you know maybe that's something that they they kind of target, you know, at the end of the you know end of the the off season here. Maybe they target it and you know a trade halfway through the season. But I think that's something that they need to kind of open up because, I mean, I I just don't think Hill can do it all. Yeah, but
2: they got Kelsey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but again, they're honestly their their problem wasn't short threat. You need somebody else now in the middle, somebody to draw another defenseman away from Tyreek Hill. I mean, Nicole
2: Hardman isn't bad. Their biggest issue, I
0: mean, their biggest issue in that Super Bowl
2: was the offensive line. Like, oh yeah, you got to give. You know what I'm saying? They had to address that before anything else, and they were already. Strapped on the cap, that's what's the most impressive yeah. thing. Is they literally had like five hundred thousand dollars to spend, but they maneuvered so great that they were able to add this kind of depth. And then their defense is honestly slept on. I mean, they were top 15 against the pass last year. At one point, when they were completely healthy, they were eighth against the pass. And I was telling uh, I was talking to Irvin about this or during the season. Because everyone's like, "Oh, well, they're not good against the run," and I was like, "They don't have to be good against the run because they get up on you so fast that they force you to throw the ball. Yeah. So if you're just a good, um, if you're good against the pass, and I think getting a guy like Nick Bolton who can play in coverage, and he's a good run stopper, he's a great linebacker. I think that was huge because yeah. they can use him multiple, uh, you know, kind of ways. Because getting after the quarterback is important for them too. They have to get after the quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely." all right jordan uh top I like team n- top oh, team was like uh, Nick
1: ball pick too
2: yeah yeah good pick. uh
0: top team that you saw as kind of as a winner this offseason who are you thinking winner I, the chiefs okay right. any others there i mean i i got another one too i i think you can definitely put and i'm stoked about this one is is the miami dolphins man they <laughs> they they really did add a you know add some some good pieces here. I think Will Fuller is going to be a, a huge impact player there. Um, you know on the offensive side, they drafted well. Um, you know offensively defense. I think they they tightened things up a little bit. You know signing um, Adam Butler. You got the trade of uh, Bernardrick McKinney. Like just you know little pieces that are going to really amplify that team. I mean, you still, again, still have a huge question mark at, at QB. And that's, that's really going to be where this. No this excuses year, for him now this year, Ben. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely not. None at all. And that's definitely going to be, you know, where they either, you know, go crazy or they fucking suck. Like, and it's all going to be on <laughs> the shoulders of, of Tua. So, I mean, they've, they've added a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's a huge question mark, but I, I'm a big fan of Fuller. I think he's a uh, he he's a great number two, you know, one B type uh type Jalen
2: Waddell has to be that number one because I don't yeah, really have a number be. one. That's a big yeah. question mark. Another team I thought won two this off season, uh was the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they upgraded their defensive line with J.J. Watt. They upgraded at cornerback. They got Malcolm Butler, and they drafted two cornerbacks. Plus, you arguably drafted the number one defensive player in the draft in Zayvon Collins. Um, I thought it was huge. Plus, you add A.J. Green as well, and you add Rondell Moore in the draft. I mean, this is a team that it's a very tough division, the NFC West. I'm not going to say you're going to win the division, but they're definitely in position to compete for the division. Yep.
1: Also, you didn't mention the best pickup, man. Uh, Rodney Hudson trading the best center. Oh, yeah, Feels that was like a great, center.
2: Yeah. great, great trade. Great trade. Yeah. I wish the only for thing the I would
1: line. the yeah. only thing I would really um,
2: knock them on, though. Kyler, Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, Kyler is great, dude. He got hurt last year. That was kind of where he like started to falter. My biggest concern for the Cardinals is did, did they do enough to address their offensive line? Hmm. You know, yeah. they, they drafted a couple guys later in the rounds. Um, they have, uh, you know, their left tackle, yeah. D.J. Humphrey, is good. But then their right side of the line was, like, pretty meh
0: all year. You know what I'm saying? So, Let's see. They signed Kelvin Beecham, yeah. uh Brian Winters, Max Garcia, and then got the Hudson trade. Kelvin Beecham was our right tackle last year. He's all right. Oh, re-signed. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's okay. He's all right. He's okay, yeah.
2: He's okay. But they're right side of the line. What about running back, man? Wins. Yeah, that was another. Like, I, I, mean, I, wish they, I mean, I they wish they, they drafted Yeah, but I mean, Conner's you're going be into Drake. You're going into the season with. Well, I mean, the big the big thing with Drake was that he couldn't stay healthy, and that's kind of Connor's downfall, too. So it's like, yeah. you're going into the season with Connor and yeah. Edmonds, and Edmonds isn't really a number one style back. He's kind of like a third down back. Uh, you know, shifty. Mm -hmm. He's kind of small. Like I wouldn't trust him for a whole season carrying the ball 20 times a game. So I, I, I thought they should have drafted a a running back, but they, you know, weakness of theirs was corner and they really stuck to drafting corners and they didn't have a third or fourth round pick either.
1: Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was when I was like, why didn't they address running back? That should have been something definitely. Yeah. Cause like, Kind of had that one Pro Bowl season, and then after that, he's been hurt. He was hurt his rookie year, balled out a second, and's been hurt third and fourth year. So
2: that's, kind of, that's the same thing with Drake too. Drake had like one yeah. healthy year, and he fucking balled out, and then he's like yeah. been hurt the rest of the time.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's switch it over to the other side. We talked about the winners. Now we gotta we gotta look at the losers here. Um, and to be honest, I think there's a lot more losers than we had uh, had winners in this off season. Um, I think know, a lot do, of that
2: has to do with the uh, cap not going up either.
0: Yes, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, big, big one. I see uh, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, if, if you guys don't bring it up. So um, Jordan, who's, who's a big loser this year? I mean, Cordy, I hate to do this to you, but
2: I think the <laughs> Eagles are one of the yeah. biggest losers, um, especially because their division is like not very good. Yeah. Um, You know, there was all this talk that, you know, obviously, Doug Peterson, that report came out in The Athletic that, there, you know, there was a rift between Peterson and the front office, and it seems like they weren't on the same page since that Super Bowl. A lot of it could have been, you know, the, miss, the Frank Reich not being there because we saw how Carson Wentz didn't do with Frank Reich. But at the same time, the Eagles haven't really done a lot to help their quarterback. Obviously, they were really hurt in their offensive line last year, but after they won that yeah. Super Bowl, and this – and this is my biggest concern for the Bucks too, is this right here, is after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they basically paid all those guys and they were like, all right, we're going to continue on with our core rather than, you know, kind of letting some of them walk and saving money yeah. to invest, you know, in a, further down the road. And now it's haunting them. Now it's come back to haunt them. And they had to get rid of Carson Wentz, right, because they brought in Jalen Hurts. They started him. You can't go back yeah. to Wentz now at that point. Yeah. And then Hurts, like, I don't think he was that he wasn't that good. Like he showed flashes last year, but he barely competed completed over 50% of his passes. Yeah. And in that Washington game, they were on second and goal. And that dude literally threw a five yard pass like four feet in front of his receiver. Like it was the worst fucking pass I've ever seen. And it was like a five yard pass. But
1: yeah.
2: but Corday, this is the this is the silver lining right here. Yeah. Is that Nick Sirianni sucks? Like they literally brought him in there to lose. That way they can fire him in a couple years and not feel bad.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. And and right now you just they have a they have a couple draft picks in the first round next year, which is a quarterback heavy draft too. I think yeah. I was telling Ben the other night on Tap Room that I think the top four quarterbacks in next year's draft would have gone after Trevor Lawrence this year, but were much better than the second best quarterback Zach Wilson. Okay, so they have an opportunity to you know draft a good quarterback next year and you bring in a guy like Devontae smith and now it's just time to rebuild just reset completely yeah, just do it
0: see but a problem with that I, I see is that even even their front office and their scouts aren't even on the same page i mean we saw that at the, the you know with the, the the fist bump this uh this draft like GM was pissed that they made that decision for their first round pick. Yeah. Like, so the GM was, yeah, he didn't, he didn't give the, the fist bump to uh, who was it? To their head scout
2: or to their owner. Yeah. So, so who made the So Jeffrey Lowry made the pick. Uh,
1: it, it looks like it. I, th- I think it was a, uh, the third round pick and the second round pick that they wasn't too excited about specifically.
2: See, that's a that's that shit that came out with Doug Peterson is like yeah. that they didn't they basically Doug Peterson was like a puppet for them and he wasn't feeling yeah. that shit. But Dude, it, the it, Eagles are a mess, bro. It it, it, yeah. it
1: was it was, a, it was a third round pick. So what happened because Devontae Smith, everybody was happy about that because we had a huge hole at wide receiver. We took you know. Jalen Rager instead of taking Justin Jefferson, which looks looking back, was heck of dumb. Um, even Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts pick, he did okay. He, everybody gets on about his completion percentage. But if you really look at like how he played last year, Doug Peterson was a scheme and nobody opened, so nobody could like have a good completion percentage. He would always send everybody downfield to try to beat man-to-man coverage. Nobody could. The only person we could. Beat was like Foggum, and towards the back half of the year, they didn't even use him. Like when Zach Hurts, Goddard, and everybody got healthy, and J- Alshon could barely run, but he was out there running fades, and he was going—he was on like a like a four nine out there, right? <laughs> so now, uh, I was happy with our first round pick, like uh, Devontae Smith, Super Juice. He's fast. He get in and out of breaks.
2: You better hope he can get in and out of breaks.
1: We had other injuries beforehand, I think, towards other breaks. Yeah. So that was like a huge one. And then we took a defensive tackle, which how he loves to like draft the chisel. You
0: know, I think they, they pulled back to take. Like they traded back at 70 to 73. And that like and then the, the person that they wanted was taken at 72 from the Lions, which was McNeil. So I think that was the that was the big issue that they didn't get the 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 player that they wanted and that they thought was going to be there, you know, within their you know, within their draft window. But
2: true. I'm glad Corday is here to defend the Eagles, though, because <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I think yeah. even I think even you can admit though that they, it's a pretty bad off season. But it's a bad off season in design, is that what I would say? Is what I would call Definitely.
1: it. Like we have to get we. The one thing I didn't like the fact is that we got rid of Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. It was like I felt we was going to choose one or the other, not get rid of both. That was like the one thing I didn't like.
2: Well. The, That's what, because you know how, like, a lot of the rumor was that Peterson didn't like Carson Wentz, and that's what kind of made me realize, like, oh, shit, maybe he, maybe he, like, it wasn't Peterson and Wentz, maybe it was other things, and then that report on The Athletic came yeah. out, and it's like, all right, this is all making yeah. sense, dude. Like, mm. I kind of feel like, especially towards the end of the year, like, Doug Peterson just, like, mailed it in. It yeah. was like, yeah.
1: all right, is this, this is what you guys definitely. want? Like, cool. Yeah. It was it was definitely all that. And then, um, but I, I think, so I think it was him and the front office wasn't getting along. Him and Wentz wasn't getting along. Um, so it was just, like, basically it's a mess everywhere. That's like when, because when, when Wentz got benched and they put Jalen Hurts in there, I've seen crossing routes, for the first time all season, like, like yeah. a simple crossing route. Like all of a sudden, just two, two guys just crossing the middle of the field before, before everybody was going verticals, everybody dropping back seven step drops and going hella deep. It remind me like the year that the dream team, right. That we had Right. But that second year when our O-line was decimated, that never was the dream team that never was honestly. And then that second year when our O-line got decimated with injuries, but well, for some reason, Andre is still calling deep passes. Doug Peterson was doing the exact same thing. Like, the Super Bowl we mentioned with the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, our O-line was decimated by injuries, but for some reason we keep calling passing plays and Carson Wentz just keeps running for his life. Like, that's how that Eagles offense looked. That was – I'm like, why are we still calling all these deep passes when nobody can get open? And then, my, like, yeah. imagine Mahomes having no line all season. you would be like, yo, was this?
2: The-? He had no line all season. Yeah. He was playing with backups all season.
1: But it really came to fruition in um, the uh, in the Super Bowl. But that's how, like, Wentz was playing. Because they were
2: playing with backup backups. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So it was like, that's how that's how that offense looks when your own line is decimated. And you still keep calling. You don't adjust. You don't run the ball. You keep doing all this other stuff. Like, wouldn't even get to Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders had 20 carries one one time, which is yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah. <laughs> All all right, I mean,
2: credit. it's hard to run when you're playing from behind all the time. It's true.
1: That's very but, true. I mean, if you establish right, a credit. run at first, or at least, like, yeah. Yeah. I gonna say, like, uh, well, and, you establish a run so much and have somewhat of a balance instead of instead of going three and out all the time, that's awesome. Say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hurts is going to be wearing that number one instead of number two. That's going to change everything, so. <laughs> I ain't no Kyler Murray. <laughs> All right, Corday. Who do you who do you think okay. took an L this off season?
2: Are we losing Corday? He's gonna That's say the Raiders. I, I already know, but oh, cool. we got you. There he yeah, is. Yeah, we
1: got me. Yeah, hey, the Raiders.
2: There he is. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Raiders? Is that...
1: What? I'm uh, who's the other one? Uh, Oh, can you repeat the question again? Man?
0: I think
2: we lost you. Who's your biggest loser?
1: Okay, now I'm here. All right. So what was you saying? Uh, who's, who's your, your biggest...
2: biggest
1: loser? Oh, you know. Um no, nah, it's not it's not the uh it's not the Raiders. Uh, it's the Packers. It's the Packers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, uh, they didn't have a good draft. Aaron Rodgers was complaining that they wanted, like, uh, wanted a receiver. They should have gotten one last year. Uh, then they go out and draft the corner. They, of course, sign nobody because they want to build through the draft. They sign. they draft a corner. They draft a center. And then they didn't draft a, a receiver to the third round. When they could have drafted one in the first, uh, there was a bunch of guys there, but they didn't do it. Now Aaron Rodgers wants out. He wants the GM fired. And it's just like, yo, even going back to last year, they just drafted. Uh, uh, love. Which is going to end up being a great uh,
0: pick, Thumper by the way. running
1: back who was probably a third-round pick in a second. And then took an H back who didn't play none in the regular season. And I remember my song getting hurt on a PAT.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, AJ Dillon's gonna be nice though too. When he when he got opportunities last year, he played well.
1: I thought they was gonna let I thought so I thought the whole point of them drafting AJ Dillon was to let Jones go. I was like, oh, they're not gonna resign Jones because they drafted AJ Dillon, his replacement, but then they resigned signed I'm just like, so what'd you resign him for? I like that it makes sense, but yeah.
0: It was probably trying to because Rodgers wanted him. Progress. Yeah. Make him happy. Yeah. But he ain't happy at all not
2: who's your biggest loser been
0: um so even though they had a a decent draft i think my biggest loser is going to be the detroit lions um they took they took a lot of steps back in uh in in the losses of their players here um and who they replaced them with uh, uh not too impressed um you know i think they took a huge loss in stafford you know you look at their wide receiver core is is gone um with you know jamal agnew amandola galladay marvin jones muhammad sanu like that's five wide receivers and who did they replace it with but uh perriman and williams so you know i think that's and and golf like you know golf cannot hit wide receivers well so you know it's you know, I, I think that's a, a huge downgrade. Uh, they lost a lot of defensive players as well um, and and just really didn't pull anyone in that I think that you know they can really push that team to another level. you know with their draft picks I think they can be good within you know another year or maybe two uh, but it's it's gonna be a, a pretty nasty uh, season for them you know again. And see
2: they're and their team that I think they had a I think they had a bad offseason by design. Like they wanted to get they wanted to get a whole different team in there.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like it was time to like reset there. And I thought they had a great draft. Uh you know, I said it on tap room. I thought they had one of the best drafts of any team.
0: Yeah.
2: I just like I just think it was by design, but you're 100 right. Like they definitely took a step back from where they were last year. Like they're a team that definitely wants to lose a lot of games next
0: year because <laughs> they <laughs> so want be to be drafting the quarterback. Yeah, they can replace Goff golf because or golf
2: balls game out, game. dude. You know what I'm saying? And and then you just add in free agency because they're gonna have a ton of money next year available. So they're in a good position. They can go either way. They can either golf is that guy, and he revives himself after McVeigh, and they add on next year, or. They suck, and they re- they get a new quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think. The, and like we said, it's gonna be a trap. The funniest thing is you
1: said that like the Lions aren't as good. Like they like lost a lot of players. They wasn't good with Matt Patricia. He gutted that team. Bro. Like like they he made that team a lot worse than um and Jim Caldwell had him. Like Caldwell. Like, like hey. he, he Caldwell should have never been fired. Like he came in there bringing all these Patriot players, and it was just they got worse and worse and worse. Like. Ridiculous,
2: yeah, dude. They he fucked them up, dog. he set them back. back
1: so <laughs> many years, dude. Him and Bob Quim. That's why I got both of them got fired because I'm just like, I remember when he came in there, he was like, Oh, we knew we had a big project, it was a lot of work, we didn't have a good roster. It was like, What are you talking about? The only person you really need to replace was the running back because they couldn't stay healthy. I was some mm-hmm. running back out of Nebraska where they kept using, and I was like, No, that team was good, you just needed to win against losing uh, against teams with winning records. But you gutted the team. That's America. the problem
2: with uh, right? Yeah. That's the problem with Bill this Bill Belichick disciples, yeah. dude. Is they always try to be like him? Yeah. And there's only one Bill Belichick. Like, yeah. you gotta have you gotta cr- have your own style. And yeah. I think that's what's you know been good for Brian Flores down in Miami. I think he went down to Miami was like a totally different guy yeah. than what Bill Belichick is, and you're seeing it. Yeah. Like even that year that they were supposed to like lose. 14 games they ended up winning, like, how many games? They won, like, three or four games. No one even expected that, dude. Yeah.
1: Started to buy in towards the end of the year. Like, they started off, like, getting rid of a bunch of people who we felt wasn't there, but then the people who was buying in, they they kept, and then they started bringing in talent. Like, that's probably, like, the quickest turnaround job that you probably – that we've seen in a while, That where they looked like the worst team ever in the beginning of the season and then actually looked pretty comparable by the end. Like that, ridiculous. And then they just build on that. So, yeah.
2: Or they traded that uh, tackle? What's his name? The dude, the the dude that got the Lar- had the gas mask on. Laramie
1: Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil.
2: Laramie Tunsil, yeah. dude, for two first rounders
1: <laughs> and a second, <laughs> and a second,
2: and a second. Jesus, dude! Yeah. Oh my god! And then that, that turned into one of those picks turned into. Jalen Waddle this year, plus more picks, yeah. and then last year, bruh, Miami dude yeah. making it happen. So,
1: then they still got because they gave up one pick to us to trade back up to six, but they still have another first rounder next year because they got it from the Niners. I'm just
0: yep. like just yep.
1: just, just <sighs> double do draft picks in like three straight years. They just that team is gonna be <laughs> just like loaded, you know.
0: Stacked.
2: Yeah. Yep. Stacked. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's take a, a quick break, and then we're gonna come back to some. Uh, we're gonna make some bets. Sure. We're gonna do nice. some uh, preseason My bets favorite. on. Uh, yeah, on some of these uh, these big awards for the end of the year. So we'll be back. Here's uh, here's a break from one of our other taproom affiliates.
2: Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday
0: as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lads. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify,
2: Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix, Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info.
0: All right. So we are back. And like I said earlier, we are going to be looking at uh some of the, the bets that we can make at this point of the of the offseason. And, and we're gonna start it off with uh, since the draft, we got to talk about that rookie of the year. We got offensive and defensive rookie of the year, and I mean let's let's start it off with offense. We got we got the the leader, Trevor Lawrence coming in at plus 300, then it goes all the way down to uh I mean it goes down to Rondell Moore wide receiver for Arizona at plus 6600. So Ooh. you know, we got a we got a list going up. That's I mean, that's huge money. Put 100 down win when 6 grand off that, 6500 off that. Well, I can't beat that. Um where do you guys think this is going, right? I mean, there's a good chance it's going to be a QB. But uh who do you think is going to take that top spot?
2: I probably, probably I mean, Oh, right. Go ahead, Courtney. Go
1: ahead. I was gonna say it was gonna be a running back. You running back is the easiest position to transition from college to the NFL. All you have to do is get with a good running scheme. So, I'm looking at two players Trey Sermon, uh, for plus 2500, and that Shanahan offense run dominant heavy. People are coming back, they just have to stay healthy. And Shanahan was great scheming up stuff, or Javante Williams with Denver because Denver loves to run the ball, or especially you know, Vic Fangio, old defensive guy. Loves to run the ball, play great defense, unless Drew Locke keeps turning the ball over. So my pick would go to uh, Trey Sermon. I like that.
0: I definitely like that. And yeah, plus 20, like, so, yeah, man. So
2: I, I don't like Trey Sermon because the value is decent. Yeah. Your thought process is good. Yeah. But you're leaving one thing out, and that's that Shanahan really gives the ball to multiple different guys all the time. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. have a single yeah. dominant back. So I don't think he's going to get enough carries to win Rookie of the Year. I I would say the easiest bet here is Trevor Lawrence plus 300. You're getting plus money, plus he's going to start right away. He's the one quarterback. Him and Zach Wilson are the two quarterbacks we basically know are going to be starting from day one. I don't think Trey Lance starts from day one. Uh, Jimmy G was told today that he's a starting quarterback as of right now. And then I definitely don't think Kyle or uh, Field starts from day one justin fields is not going to start and i don't think mac jones will either with cam newton so i i think plus 300 is easy money lay 100 get 300 back if i had to take a guy down in odds though i'd take kyle pitts That's because he has matt ryan throwing him the ball you got julio jones on the outside so it's going to leave him in a lot of one-on-one coverage and he is one guy that is a mismatch nightmare he's like built for the nfl game dude so Kyle Pitts plus eleven 1, hundred, I would say, is the best value. But if you, I, I would lean Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year.
1: Yeah, since I you took, you. All right. I was going to say I get you because Trevor Lawrence is like QB one and all this kind of guru and stuff. But I'm like Urban Meyer's first year rookie head coach. Um, that a, defense is terrible. Coach. But that defense is terrible. He's he's like switching from. What does a the the defense pro, have to do college?
0: about him though?
1: I, I'm saying. I mean. A lot of the losses. It could be, like, turnovers. He's still adjusting to the NFL. And then also, I disagree with you with Kyle Pitts. Like, he's going to be great and have a lot of one-on-ones. But wide receiver and tight end is the hardest position to transition in the NFL. So, yeah, you can, like, be one-on-one. But if you can't get off press coverage and stuff like that, or if Matt hey, Ryan's six, not going to.
2: Through... He's he He's getting off press hey, coverage. Hey, Who's going to press big, cover him?
1: You see how big Julio Jones is, and Matt Ryan still can't get it to him in the red zone for some weird reason.
2: That's because other dudes are Kyle wide really, open because they because they're always point. they're always double teaming Julio Jones in the end zone or shading coverage towards him. That's gonna leave Kyle Pitts wide open. He's gonna get like, I guarantee that dude gets over nine and a half touchdowns this year. If there's a prop out there over nine and a half, I'm I'm fucking hammering it.
1: For real, I would go yeah. like plus five. I was like over. If it was over five, I'll go for over five. But yeah, nah, nine and a half. Nah,
0: nine, nine. Oh, we got seventeen games. We got an extra game in there too.
1: Yeah. We got extra game. Yeah. Yeah. So over five and a half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still
1: keeping <'Cause>, that up. Huh? <laughs> in the red zone, in the red zone, Matt always goes to Calvin Ridley. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's always, always like, but
2: he's always wide he open. Wide open though.
1: Though. He is wide open though. Like, I remember I saw like one day was like two guys over on Julio. And then like Calvin Ridley was just running like wide open, like in the back of the end zone. And I'm like, are they going to cover this dude? Like what the hell? So yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So Jordan, since you took my, uh, my Kyle Pitts, I'll, I'll, Take somebody else here that that I think could take it. Also has good money at that plus eleven hundred, and that's uh, Jamar Chase. Um, you know, he, he, we've already been shown that Burrow and Chase, you know, can you know Gosh. put those put those those combinations together. Um, you know, big question, Marco is 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 Burrow going to be able to have time in that pocket for Chase to get open? And uh, you know, passing on on that offensive line and that as that first pick is going to be huge. You know, does he come back from can he can he run after that broken leg? We don't know, Notes.
1: but no torn ACL and MCL, not even broken leg, torn ligaments in that thing. He tore two, and they said he's probably won't be back until November. He shouldn't come back to November when he originally tore it. So, no, I, I think Jamar Chase is not going to win it because Burrow ain't going to be the dude throwing to him because he's going to get they hurt say again. That's they why already they said
2: check. Burrow's going to be ready for camp.
1: I mean, they can say that. I mean, but he's going to get hurt again. I mean, that's I mean that O-line is terrible, so that's why. Like, yeah. So, they're like, Burrow – it's not going to be Burrow to Chase for long. It's going to be Chase – into whoever the back like isn't their backup quarterback, like Jeff Driscoll? So it's gonna be Brit Driscoll to like to chase whatever, whoever the backup is.
2: Jamar mm-hmm. Chase is one of the best wide receivers I've seen coming to the draft, probably since Julio Jones, though. So oh, oh
1: I got I got absolute faith in Jamar Chase is the fact that there's no one right. to protect Burrow with the throw to him for enough time. That that's or they honest. drafted another
2: lineman, they they'll be all
1: in the third, I'll be
2: all right. I'll be all right. This was a deep third. offensive line draft, though.
1: Yeah, some players still. Some people still reach in the first round for a tackle, though.
2: I like Jamar Chase. I yeah. like. I, I like mean, that. I, That's a good value pick, dude. Plus eleven 1, hundred. You can't be mad at that. Yeah,
1: I mean, I just. I to know more my pick, Eagles.
2: You pick Trey Sermon, who's who's going to be sharing t- fucking carries with nine other guys.
1: Most <laughs> of them get hurt though. All you got to do is stay healthy. I think it's nine of them
0: between uh, Trey and uh, Rashi Mosert. So. That's yeah. Those are gonna too. be their, their two backs.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and
2: you know and Merz, you know Mozart always
0: Going to bring in another
2: dude too. Probably. Probably. Be some dude <laughs> off the street that'll still rush for hundred yards a game.
1: He <laughs> yeah. random. He's so random. So, he's gonna rush <laughs> yeah, for 100 in a hundred in the seventeen game when um when Trey Sermon already wrapped up the uh rookie of the year though. So that's when <laughs> that's when it's gonna be.
2: <laughs> no, nah, because the Niners aren't gonna be running away with the vision. They're still gonna have to play for something. I. Right? game 17 yeah. yeah
1: yeah Is coleman still on team is he he's gone right they signed. you know no, he's
2: gone he's on the jets
0: yeah
1: there you go so yep yeah, one less running back there we go
0: <laughs> all right let's move over to uh defensive rookie of the year um right now we got uh the front runner is micah parsons at plus 400 okay. And then moves all the way down to Joe Tyrone uh, at plus 2,500. there's a couple at uh, plus 2,500. Caleb Farley, Eric Stokes, and then uh, – sorry, it's it's Tryon, Joe Tryon. Um, so what do you guys think uh, – you know, I think – who do you think is going to take that one?
1: I'm going easy Parsons. Mainly Parsons or Zayvon Collins linebackers always like do well and like i would have chose Jalen phillips out of miami but um miami's more of a, like a, a build back to front kind of a team so like the back the back secondary stuff like that's going to do like a lot well better than their front and then linebackers always get a lot of tackles and it's like always like just make a lot of tackles get a few sacks rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year
0: yeah
2: yeah man uh other i mean in the, i'm looking at this in like the last 10 years only two non edge rushers or linebackers one rookie of the year and that was marshawn Lattimore in 2017 and marcus peters in 2015 so i think you got to look linebacker or um or edge rusher here i agree with uh with uh, Corday that Micah Parsons at plus 400 is pretty good value only because he plays for the Cowboys so you know he's going to get talked about a lot and yep. a lot of these people that vote on the awards are are writers and they're usually writers of certain teams so they really only follow one team and then they kind of just go with the national narrative on everything yep. else which is why I like quarterbacks on offensive rookie of the year so I think that is a huge play also like zavin collins too like i said he was probably the best defensive player of the draft um and i think he's going to be getting a lot of opportunity however vance joseph is a dog shit defensive coordinator and it it took him 14 weeks to play isaiah simmons last year so i worry that that zavin collins might not get enough plays so i i with that being said i would go micah parsons for value, I'd probably take Gregory Russo and Buffalo because Buffalo is going to be a good team, so you're going to hear his name a lot, especially if he does well. Like if he gets eight, nine sacks, that's pretty big for a rookie, and he's going to get that opportunity, especially with a great defensive uh,
0: head coach and Sean McDermott. Yeah. yeah. See, and my my problem is though is is with the Micah Parsons pick is that I mean Dallas's defense was just so trash last year, and I, I think if that continues. Then I think that's going to bring him down as well. Uh, even though he can, he is a lights out player, somebody that can change the, the game. If they don't have a good enough defense, then that whole defense is going to get, you know, sandwiched together, and that could be Fair. that could be a huge issue there. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, pushing with your your linebacker edge rusher. I'm going to go with quiddy Pay. Out of uh, Indianapolis at plus one thousand, um, partly big because Indianapolis's defense is, is so top notch, and yeah. he's just another big addition to that group that's really going to, like you know, push things over the line. Um, so, you know, it that could happen. I mean, we we saw that issue with uh, Patrick Queen last year how he didn't didn't get that even though he was on such a lights out well a, a pretty lights out defense in yeah. with baltimore so that could be a problem um i just don't see anybody else other than mike parsons maybe uh, no not even certain that could really change change a whole defensive team um I, i'm just worried about I, I like that parsons pick i'm just worried that dallas is gonna well, suck Z- too much on zavin
2: is a guy that can change your whole defense yeah Yeah. The question with him really is does he get the opportunity because Vance Joseph fucking sucks?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, Jamin
2: Davis. Like so if you guys didn't choose an edge rusher or a middle linebacker, so we're talking cornerback DB. Who do you think has the best chance to win out of these cornerbacks and in defensive backs?
1: That's tough.
2: I like I Greg Newsome. Okay. Because oh, kind of like what yeah. yeah, kinda like what Ben was saying, kind of le- piggybacking off him and good defense. I think you know, Cleveland has a great edge rusher and Miles Garrett. And their defense wasn't like bad last year, but it wasn't good. But it could they added pieces to be really yeah. good this year, right? So I think a guy like Gregory Newsome could get, you know, some some shine and like a yeah. patrick certaine like patrick certaine i like, bro i didn't like him in college like dude go watch the <laughs> florida t- dude go watch the florida tape where he just gets beat dude he gets beat by kyle pitts like nine times in that game dude yeah, yeah. it's ugly jc horn's nice but
0: yeah. unless carolina like i don't know i'm worried about that same thing with dallas there i'm worried about carolina's overall defense it's not going to yeah. be well, they
1: were young. Yeah, they last had a hard year, time though. stopping. Yeah, they very were young, young. though. Yeah.
2: they were very young yeah. last
0: year.
1: Yeah, started a lot of rookies on that team. I Caleb was gonna say Farley J. could be a good one too. Yeah, I, I'm just worried about his back. I mean, like how healthy is he gonna be coming into the season? You know, I feel like Farley yeah. would have a better second year than his mm-hmm. first one. I was looking at J.C. Horn, but I was like, "You're doping, man." But you know, you can't play man, and then also you're playing in the A.F. in the NFC South, so you're matching up against Julio Jones. Uh, Thomas, a bunch of guys, Ridley. So, I'm just like, you playing press, man, a man, against those guys? <laughs> against, yeah. against the, and Pitt. The only person who he played, well, he played, I remember he monstered uh, Kyle Pitts in the, uh, when they played. Like, he, he kept them to, like, one catch or something like that. But I'm just like, those other dudes, man, I don't know. I, and I was thinking Sir Ten, but I'm like, he's going to be probably the nickel maybe, you know, because they already have, like, two starting corners over there in Denver. So, I, I, I like your pick, uh, uh, Greg, uh, Greg Newsom, because he's going to be playing with Denzel, uh, Denzel Ward, uh, Greedy Williams, and then they just added a ton to that secondary. So he's going to be able to mix it in. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be hard, man. Uh, like Yo. if you're not. Yeah.
2: I definitely don't think a defensive back wins unless they have like six, seven interceptions.
1: Yeah. You know the craziest thing? I remember way back when Dante Robinson had six interceptions. But the, uh, the Houston Texans, and they, he still didn't win it. Jonathan Vilma won it over him because he had well, like Jonathan 100. Vilma
2: went to the – yeah, he was good that yeah. year, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I was like, come on, this dude had six interceptions, though. But, yeah, Vilma and was good. And that Jets defense
2: let... was like the best defense in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then and then he led, the, he led the league in tackles the next year. Then Herman Edwards got fired, and then they brought in a Aaron Margini and, like, brought in a 3-4 defense which made no sense like the middle linebacker led the league in tackles you're gonna switch to a 3-4 like nah it's dumb. It's dumb bro.
0: Yeah. all right so let's move it over let's let's move away from the rookies let's move it over to uh the the mvp odds um you know it's <laughs> we we haven't seen a back-to-back in a hell of a long time. So that pretty much moves out number two of uh, A-Rod at plus 900. But uh, right now we've got uh, Mahomes taking that top spot at plus 500. Um, Then more QBs, you know, Josh Allen plus 1,100. Tom Brady plus 14. Stafford plus 14. Lamb Jack 16. Dak 16. I mean, it just keeps on going down the list with QBs here. um, All the way down to – a big question mark of even if he's playing this year, Deshaun Watson at plus 5,000. Um, seriously, so and really looking at this whole list, our only non QB we've got two here, and that's uh Christian McCaffrey at plus 5,000 and Derek King Henry at plus 5,000 as well. So, uh, so which QB do you guys think takes it? Man. I would say I would say Patrick Mahomes,
2: just because yeah. that could that dude could win it every year. Yeah, <laughs> it's just whether they get voter fatigue. Um, yeah. But for value purposes, I'm gonna go Kyler Murray plus two thousand. Yeah, uh, oh. they, they added more weapons, and he's already such a dynamic player. And I just, it's it's never a bad bet to go against him. Yeah, or Russell wow. Wilson.
1: You was thinking my exact language, dude. I was like, Mahomes, because he almost won it last year. Uh, Rodgers had to have a great year in order to beat him out. And then I was like, well, if Kyler Murray doesn't hurt his shoulder and he's not, like, hurt those, like, what, like, three or four games? Because I remember, didn't he, you guys have, like, a winning record at one point? But then you guys fall down the stretch because he hurt his shoulder on that Thursday night game?
2: yep yeah, like against Seattle.
1: Yeah, Murray was balling, man. Like, he, I was like, oh, this dude, they make the it to playoffs. And then they didn't because he hurt his shoulder that one game. Um so I got to go I got to go an with you. Line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um I got to go deal with you or maybe Justin Her nah, Justin Herbert. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> Justin Herbert is nice but I feel like he was putting up a lot of stats but like it wasn't leading to no wins, you know. Yeah. Um Well his so yeah, defense I, I gotta was diddle. like
2: giving up like 28 points a game, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember how when
2: they blew so many leads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like so yeah. many. Yeah, the, like they almost beat the Chiefs, and then, and then Mahomes just kind of switched the gear on, and all of a sudden and they just came back and they went by like two. I was like, Jesus, man, this is yep. the
2: Raiders. And then all only that, that, their special drive... teams was
1: giving up stuff. Their special teams was giving up a ton of stuff, so much so where uh, the coach and their had special, to fire teams special teams give up, teams up like,
2: like three uh, touchdowns in one game,
1: something like that. And <laughs> then they kept giving up like touchdowns in three straight games. So then, yeah
2: insanity bro
1: yeah i I don't know who you
0: like like. i'm gonna change it up
1: i'm gonna go i'm gonna go that's prescott okay because that one he
0: he had i mean just look how much that team sucked ass after he was gone last year i mean he played five games with you know 1856 yards uh 68% you know, completion percentage. Uh, So, uh, I mean, even, even nine touchdowns in his five games. So like I can see him with a full year balling out again. Um, uh, Is that going to happen? Is he going to get his, you know, 5,000 yards this year? Like he almost had in 2019. Who knows? Uh, He's got wide receivers to help him out. Does he have that offensive line to give him time? Um, Zeke, didn't do shit last year so that's uh you know that's uh, he's not gonna help that's him out there so it's gonna be on his shoulders at, what is it, plus 1600 i think there's a there's a, a little bit of money you can sprinkle on there i wouldn't i wouldn't bet the mark the world on it but you know i think uh you know sprinkling a little bit there to you know put that up i mean averaging what almost 400 yards a game that's a good one especially if the If the Cowboys win the
2: division, that's – dude, he could easily win Ben because, like I said, the national narrative, dude, and the Cowboys are the national team. Yeah.
1: Dak Dak Prescott threw the most – had the most 400-yard passing games all season, and he missed most of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, that man was on a MVP-caliber season, but that defense was terrible because they they installed that terrible 3-4 defense that Mike Nolan – Put in and he ain't been called a defense since forever. Like I kept wondering why Mike Nolan was always a linebackers coach whenever he got picked up and not a DC defensive coordinator. Then we found out why in Dallas. Like yeah, cool. you only should coach linebackers, dude.
2: But they they got the linebackers in the draft to fit that scheme. And if you have a good three four defense, dude, it's the best yeah. defense in football.
1: But they're going back to the Gus Bradley. They hired Gus Bradley and they're going to uh, no, not, not him. They? they not not Gus Bradley. The uh, the former. Falcons head coach Dan Quinn and they're going to uh the well, he uh, plays a 3-4-2 no nah, he wants yeah. he wants 4-3 three. cover three like the Seattle scheme
2: man Seattle is kind of like dude they have, they're they all over the place dude there's some there's some formations they only have two down linemen like <laughs> they're kind of yeah, yeah. that shit's yeah. crazy that's the same as like Robert that- Sala
1: yeah exactly they're running that exact defense uh again and um and with the Cowboys because Demarcus Lawrence was better with his hand in the dirt instead of standing up, you know, yeah. like all them, all them people who they made stand up. And it's like, yeah, we we ends, dude. We not edge players, you know. Yeah. So that was a bad move. But that was my, it's Mike McCarthy for you, you know. Yeah. it's Mike McCarthy. So,
0: facts. Nice. All right, guys. Well, great podcast. Uh, yeah, Corday, thank you for coming on. Definitely appreciate it, yes, Corday. Everybody You're again, glad will have out you back out. soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Let's talk basketball. Your favorite thing to talk <laughs> about, Jordan.
2: Well, you can come on. We can get you on top room, but I told you I'm not going to do a LeBron versus Jordan debate. Cuz those are t- my two favorite players and I'm not going to pick a <laughs> side, dog. Yeah. Okay. I will yeah. I will pick a side just to shred you in a debate though, but yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, I mean, you can't shred me when you keep losing, so. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, you, know, you, are a com- at- you are a comedian. Dog. When he, <laughs> when when are, he was first in Cleveland, he honest. didn't have no help. And then he went to Miami. He got help and was still losing out there, man. I don't get it. Bro, you won two titles you, you, in you four can- years. But yeah, you, whoever would, made
0: like, this rule. you
1: had the all-stars you needed, bro. <laughs> if you that yeah. great, you should go for it, bro.
2: Bro, last- Dude, his first title was, like, legit with Miami. The, fir- the first finals, I'll give you – LeBron fucking stunk in the finals, dude. That was an L. Yep. The yep. second one where they beat the Thunder in 2012, yep, that was a great win. The Thunder were a better team, too, They and they smacked them. They were just young. Younger in team,
1: 2013, the
2: younger they beat a really team, yeah. good Spurs team. And in 2014, yes, they, they just That's first. they met the buzzsaw, dude. And in 2014, Dwayne Wade was playing on a bum knee. Dwayne Wade was never the same after he got injured that year. Yeah, he was. Yeah.
0: Hey, all I gotta say is whoever came up with that shit needs to be fired. But nah, what? whatever. <laughs>
2: well, what?
1: that's
0: another thing, dude. Like he's got to
1: chill on, his, on that, uh,
2: dude. On, on the playing tournament. Play-in tournament.
1: Oh, you hello the hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, you hello i Okay, I get it. Yeah. You can't be
2: commenting on that when you're like on the verge. Just say like, I don't care. Yeah. Move yeah. on, dude. Yeah.
1: What are exactly, you thinking, man. dog? Yeah. That was hello funny. So I was just like okay, LeBron, like, I was just like, bro, yeah. like.
2: You, you probably yeah. loved it, dog. You probably popped open some champagne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, nah, I was just like, I just thought it was funny because, like, I mean, also, it's just like, yo, dude, he hurt, so it's not even, like, it's funny, like, he's, it, like, hurt, so it's, like, you know, not the same, but it's just, like, I'm I'm happy if, like, Steph get in somewhere, just, like, shoot out somebody, you know? Yep. Shoot out the lights. He's been on a tear, so yeah. So that's Steph Curry,
2: man, shout out like, Steph Curry.
1: Yeah, man, and our and we ain't got nobody in our squad, man. Wiggins is out there make, collecting checks. Yep, doing okay. How many we on the, defense though? So. Yeah, but that's what our team is. We play good defense, but it's like you can score too, man. You can you can try, but like, you know, like just that's doing the bare much minimum. Much. I'm just gonna that's collect 35 million. You know?
2: That's kind of like Harrison hey. Barnes was too, though.
1: But Harrison Barnes was a bust, though. Like and that's he, why we didn't him. Dude, he was him.
2: hella good for no, nah, he was hella good. He just had a bad finals. True.
1: But but then also you gotta look at it like he was a top five pick, and then who clay was like a second rounder, and nah, like everybody kinda... Barnes is like
2: number seven, dog.
1: No, no, I said clay. I said clay.
2: Clay was like oh. number fourteen. Okay. But clay's like one of the best shooters of all time.
1: All time, yeah. And dude,
2: the dude, Warriors dude. still run the same shit, they just don't have clay. Yep. And Clay opens up a lot because a he either you have to guard him hella tight. And if you leave him for like a split second, dog, it's just like such a quick, quick, quick release, run. dude. Yeah. Just like
1: whew, turn and shoot. Yeah. I'm just like, when I used to see Clay go off, I was like, yo. That was like the one criticism I had about Clay was just I always wanted him to go off in like a meaningful finals or like playoff game and not just always doing it in the regular season, like where we just blow out a team, and it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, but that was always one thing I was Clay on, like the spot. Yeah, he came. He won Game Six for you when you guys were down three to one against the
2: Oklahoma City Thunder. The Claymaker game, dog, you went off for like sixty-two points that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like more of that though. That's what I'm. Or not even that. Not not that ridiculous <laughs> no, like, that, how, That's how ridiculous. That ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But I'm like I'm like thirty like or something like that in the finals is what I'm saying. You know. Or like, that's
2: the thing is it opened up everything for everybody else because. The, the calves like literally would just stick to him,
1: yeah.
2: And that's the thing if you do that with Clay, then Steph goes off and it opens up everything on the inside for all the slashers, yeah. yeah. And it's game over, yeah. So made the Warriors good, yeah. All right, my now hoop, we my got... hoop knowledge is a one, bro. It's, it's just a yeah. matter of whether people want to listen to me or not, <laughs>
1: yeah. Nobody listen.
2: yeah. <laughs> no, and also the
1: Warriors, they got <laughs> no depth no more because, huh? Yeah, because what.
2: Cause I'm a ugly white dude. So they're like, <laughs> they're like, this dude don't know hoops, but bro. Now you got
1: long hair, man. You you a stoner now, so us. Yeah, I'm like uh, a. <laughs> I'm like,
2: uh, like, what, like George what, was Woody Har- what was Woody Harrelson's character on White Man Can't Jump? That's
1: me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I always wanted him to do a remake of White Man Can't Jump, but uh, with nah, uh, Channing don't. Tatum. Now I, I just I was like Channing Tatum and uh, the dude who played Booby Miles. I always thought that would be dope
2: no don't that's a classic bro don't touch it yeah
1: yeah all right
0: so it's Corday we got to get you on tap room to to talk these uh these basketball playoffs coming up um Absolutely. we'll definitely set that up but everybody out there go check out corday on instagram at corday made day, y-o and on twitter at corday made your day Y-R. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. You can check out the network's Twitter at Taproom underscore sports, or you can check out Jordan's, which is at Jordan Rules TSP. Uh, we're on Facebook. Check out Taproom Sports Podcast, or you can just go to our website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com. And, uh, man, we got a bunch of cool uh, merchandise with the, that's in collaboration with The Glory, so definitely go check that out. You can check Jordan and I out on the Taproom Sports Podcast for a weekly sports review while we drink beer and, uh, and rate those beers. Most of them are coming from Tavour. Go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app on your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM when signing up. To get 10 bucks off your first purchase of $25 or more, make sure to go check out the full 94 uh, with Jordan and Sean as they discuss everything hoops. We've got Square Sharks out multiple times a week where Jordan, Steady Eddie, and I build uh, the perfect bets from you know a few games the, the next day. But uh, for tonight, we got Cortez now. We got Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. Let's and I am go. Big Fall and Ben Larson. We will see you next week. Have a good week, everybody but Eagles fans. (laughs) Damn.